Now, if you can't already tell, I've um, really gone above and beyond with this podcast episode and I've introduced some, some introduction music. Um, it's really high tech, uh, <laughs> definitely not played straight off a phone into the <laughs> microphone using the volume to uh, fade in and fade out. <laughs> but that's what you get when you do a hobby podcast. You just make do with what you got. So today um, I'm back in the recording studio, a.k.a. bedroom floor, with, with my first ever guest that I had on the podcast, a whole whopping three episodes ago. Woohoo! Hi! Back. Round two, we've got Jacqueline Dart back on the podcast. Nice to be back. So soon too. So soon. Back in the studio. Love it. Um, today we're back to have more chats together about some questions. So the the whole point of this <laughs> of this episode was to have conversations not conclusions so what we mean by that is we're just going to discuss nothing's really right or wrong it's just opinions and uh we're not trying to do any sort of rocket science here yeah like not trying to convert anyone no not converting anyone not trying to push that what we think is right like our thoughts onto anybody else we're just trying to chat about it so yeah, just and like be we might not agree either. Yeah, we probably won't agree. That's yeah. nothing new. So no one um like take it as gospel. Obviously, we have to make a disclaimer. It's like when someone tries to give advice to people, and they always have to say disclaimer. I'm not a medical yeah, professional. Yeah, like I'm not a professional. Yeah, we um, know you're not a professional. We know. Otherwise, it would be in your Instagram bio. <laughs> so true. Uh, so. Uh, I don't like to beat around the bush too much, so let's get straight into our questions. Are you today. going to explain like what we're oh, doing? Oh yeah, that's probably a good idea. Um, yeah, we're answering some questions that Jacqueline actually came up with. I don't know where you pulled them from. Where did you pull them from? I just thought of them like as I was driving around in the car. She pulled them out of her brain cells. Yeah. To for us to chat about. So what we've done is Jacqueline thought of these questions and then she sent them to me. And we both came up with our answers for them individually. So we actually don't know yeah. what each other put. And we're going to take turns of asking these questions and sharing our answers. So neither of us know the other person's answers. I feel like some of our answers will be really close and then others will be, like, very different. Yeah, some of them we might, like, hear the answer and be like, oh, yeah, like, yeah, I expected that. Yeah. And if we don't expect it, then you'll probably know about it because it'll be like, what? <laughs> Excuse me? That's crazy. <clears throat> okay. All right. Do you want to start with the first question? Yeah. Okay. So question number one is, who is Wait. the... Oh. If no one's listened to the first episode, Jacqueline's my best friend. Oh, um, yeah. But if you if you don't know who Jacqueline is, she's For my best friend. For 10 years. For like 10 years. And we just went to school together and now we're very good friends and train together and do lots of things together but um if you don't already know Ellie that basically needs me to survive basically i'm, okay. Like, I'm okay there's <laughs> the lowest level me. of um maslow's hierarchy, ne- hierarchy of, needs. of needs and it's like food water shelter jacqueline yeah <laughs> <laughs> um but if you haven't listened to the first episode then go back and listen to that and then you can find out what this whole podcast is all about and how jacqueline and i came to be friends Alright, question number one is, who is the top three most influential people in your life? Am I answering this one first? Yeah, you're first. Mm-hmm. Oh my sure not. Okay, I'm scared. So, did you see any of my answers when I showed you? No, I didn't. Okay, I good. Alright, so, number one is probably one that Jacqueline's like, oh yeah, duh. And that's... Ben Bergeron. He's the answer for one of mine too. Okay. <laughs> there we go. So um, Ben Bergeron's, uh, he owns CrossFit New England over in um, America. And I got onto him. I found out about him because one of these girls who I used to train with at Australian CrossFit, she was like, oh my goodness, like he trains these high level games athletes and yeah. he just doesn't even waste a minute of his day he's so productive he yeah always is really intentional with what he does and she put me onto his his podcast him and him him and Patrick yeah him and Patrick's podcast chasing excellence and I've listened to like 
all of the two hundred. All of them. There's like two hundred and twenty-four or something. Yeah, and I've yeah. listened to all of them. Yeah. So everything that he bases his thoughts and beliefs off, I really resonate with, and he's he's taken it from all these other, you know, yeah. other sources. Like he's really knowledgeable. Like he he talks a lot about like um, the twelve habits for life and like this yeah. um, seven. Seven habits of, of highly, highly effective people. people. Like he talks about all that sort of stuff, and he puts it in like realistic ways. You yeah, can do it practical every single day. Yeah, and yeah, so he takes a lot of his like knowledge from things he's learnt along in, the way. But he is just wow, he's like a hundred percent all the time. Yeah, and he has like the main five factors of health. Yeah, which is like um, how like how you train, what you eat, how you sleep how you think like yeah. so your mindset and then how you connect with each other and yeah. so those are like five things that we really pay a lot of attention to because like we both agree that those are the five main factors and of health the other like the other reason that i would say he's one of the most influential is because we have listened to every single episode on his podcast like he repeats everything yeah every couple of episodes because it's like he's just drilling you on everyday yep. life like he's just telling you how to be better at life yeah so you, like listening to 224 episodes like of course you're going to be influenced and just like start implementing all yeah. of these things naturally and I think that's a good point that he brings up the same things over and over again yeah. he just applies it to different concepts like he's yeah. not bringing in something new every time it's just each time he answers a new question you're like oh he always goes back to the basics yeah Yeah. like always back to the basics yes oh that's cool that we can connect on one of them do you have anything else to add about why he's so influential in your life or does that sum it up no i think that sums it up i just like his perspective on life is just really good Mm. like you know he doesn't really take anything to heart like he uses negative stuff in a positive way like he always can change it to Mm. suit a better outcome or like you know like he considers himself a realist an extreme realist so rather than being like a pessimist or an optimist yeah he's a realist yeah like it is what it is yeah and how are we going to make it and he just is really like really good at controlling what he can control and like not worrying about the other shit yeah sorry for swearing (laughs) (laughs) all right um so my second one I've actually got two for my second one because the second one's based on like a powerful woman that I look up to Mm -hmm. or who's had a lot of influence on me Mm -hmm. so okay my two my two women are wait so it's two people no like this is my second one or is it just a powerful woman no 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 it's two actual people okay I'm keeping them under the same second influence okay (laughs) so technically I have four people okay but these two I sort of look up for like a similar type of reason I guess I don't know I just put them both in this one together go I'm ready one is CrossFit Kate Mm -hmm. two is Brittany Svensson who I don't know if she'll care that I just said her name on a podcast but (laughs) I used to work for Brittany um when she was doing a lot with the coffee shop that I work at um Sorry, let me go into why. Firstly, CrossFit Kate. She posts a lot on, like, Instagram, and she's very big in the CrossFit scene. She's, like, been to the CrossFit Games. Yep. She still competes now. And she's very, very real and raw on Instagram and very logical and says things how they are and just so open and so upfront and what you see is what you get. Well, that's what I feel about her anyway. Oh, yeah. She's extremely knowledgeable about a lot of different things, like women's health and, and periods and sex and um, all this, like, natural stuff and sleep health and eating health nutrition, and yeah. nutrition and training and everything. She's so – she's just a wealth of knowledge. So um, there's definitely some things that she does that I don't take on board yet and some things that I'm like, yeah, okay, like, good for you, but I'm not going to do that. She's – talked about mouth taping and stuff while you sleep and everything and there's a lot of stuff that I don't implement I think I think that's a good thing like having someone that you look up to so much but also you can be like no not for me yeah or not for me yet or whatever it is um so there's her and then Brittany so whenever I think of the type of woman I want to be I always think I want to be this really like powerful strong woman and not in an obnoxious way 
it's not it's not in a way of gaining power over other people but I've always looked up to Brittany because she's so confident in how she holds herself and when people talk about wanting to like know your self-worth and wanting to to have that confidence I just see her like I just think she holds herself well she knows who the f she is she knows where she stands and she will bring up like she's not scared of confrontation but not in a way that's going to put anyone else down like if I ever had an issue like I would go to her and she would never act like she had all the answers she would sit down she would listen she would talk through things with all of the workers there it was just so real about it all Mm -hmm. um she was just a very strong woman held herself very well and when I think about how I want to be perceived I'm like I would love to be perceived like that um so that's like my two like women yep and then this one like I feel like oh I'm gonna put you in a weird situation now because you better say me back (laughs) oh you're gonna say me (laughs) well I just think the amount of times I've come to you so Jacqueline Dar is number three because I feel like the amount of times I come to you for help and the value that I put on your opinion and your advice, I would be lying if I didn't say, like, that you were influential because, yeah. like, in actual day-to-day life, I don't go to Ben Bergeron. I don't go to CrossFit Kate. Yeah. I don't go to Brittany. Like, yeah. I go to you and I place a lot of value on what you think and what your opinion is and everything. So it's like, well, obviously you're a very influential person in my life. I told you she needs me to function. <laughs> no, you're going to be shocked. We didn't plan this. You're one of mine oh too. <laughs> we actually didn't plan that. Now she's just feeling bad because... Yeah, I just <laughs> scrubbed one off and just added Ellie. No, All no, right, no, no, so no. What, who are your three and why? Well, Ben. So is Ben one. is obviously one. And then second one I'll say is you. Just purely because, like, you got me into fitness and CrossFit and, like, you originally were the first person to ever like push me to see my own potential you know like Mm. you're like yeah I was at uni and like yeah I had a job and like I was living here in Townsville but no I wasn't pushing myself in any kind of way like you were the first person who was like come on Jacqueline like you can do this like come train with me like I'll show you the basics all that sort of stuff and then from there obviously I'm where I am now And then, again, what you said, like, your opinion on certain things in my life and, like, when I come to you for advice and everything that you say, I really take on board because, like, it's so impactful to me. Like, even if I disagree, I still take it on board. Like, even Mm. if I'm like, no, Ellie, like, what are you talking about? I still (laughs) take what you say and think about it and, like, try and get your perspective and then try and understand your side so that you know like we know how to communicate together really really well and like that doesn't mean that we agree on everything like yeah we've had fights before and like that's fine but it's it's the value of the relationship that we have that is the influential thing for me and do you know do you know why I think that is why well like I feel like whenever you're giving me advice not for one second do I ever question if your intentions are genuine or not Mm. like you just it's just you just know that this person wants what's best for you and like they're never gonna get you to do something that's gonna put you in a crappy situation except for when you just made me take a covid test which by the way was (laughs) negative but little sniffly nose over here and Jacqueline's like take a covid test okay I don't want to isolate for seven days that okay that's very good of me yeah see you're welcome you should be taking a covid test I did and it was negative everyone okay and then I think that's all I need to say on that. Yeah. <laughs> You're okay? Your yeah. head's big enough now. <laughs> yeah, I've got a big head. Um, and then my third one, which is, like, it might sound cliche, but is my dad. That's not cliche. Because, like, out of everyone in my life, like, obviously, I love my, my mother. Like, don't want to <laughs> put her in the back end, but... My dad is just, when I, when I see him, when I talk to him, when I ask him for advice, like, he always gives me a perspective on things that I've never thought about. Like, yeah. he'll just say something and I'll be like, oh, like, I never even considered it to be a possibility or an option or anything like that. He always gives me a great perspective. And him being, like, raised, like, if 
for people who don't know, my parents live on a cattle station. So him being out in the middle of nowhere, like he he just thinks about things differently, and like he has a lot of time out there to be with his own thoughts and understand what he values and what he doesn't value. And like he is genuinely the most tough, hardest person I know, but also the most gentle, patient, mm. like softest person as well. Mm. And it's it's so it's been the biggest influence on me because I take a lot of, I think I take a lot of my dad's traits and try and give them to other people as well because it's just, it's been a huge impact on my life. And that's all I have to say. I like it. Thanks dad. I like it a lot. I've always like, you've always spoken very highly of your dad to me. Yeah. And like, you've always you know, like to him. Even with, with us like problems if if I have a problem or if you have a problem if I've gone to my dad and questioned him about it he's always given me a different perspective to come back to you about yeah and then you're like oh like yeah it makes both of us kind of realize something different yeah you can go to him for more than just for yourself like yeah you can go there so that you can help other people too yeah all right um my turn to ask a question so you're going to go first on the next one what is one trait or characteristic that you're proud or grateful to have this one's an easy one for me it's empathy okay that's I think empathy to me is like it just comes to me so easy Mm. like I don't have to try to be empathetic like it just happens yeah all the time and I'm I'm proud to be empathetic person like sometimes it kind of affects me negatively but I wouldn't trade that to not have it what's like what can you think of that makes that makes you grateful to have it like situations that you find it's really helpful in or when you just think oh I'm so glad I'm an empathetic person is it I just would I would you know like if someone comes to me and they're hurting or they're going through something that they don't understand or anything like that like I would literally bend over backwards Mm. to put myself in the hole with them and bring us out together like I would not watch them struggle from like from the sidelines be like hi down there are you okay Mm. like no I would I would bend over backwards to get down there and get you out with me Mm. because I like the most easiest way to explain it is like I can watch a movie and I'll just be in tears or like I'll laugh at the movie with them laughing like I will literally put myself in that situation and be on the whole journey with them you know like if someone I know is feeling sad I'm feeling sad if someone I know is feeling happy like I'm feeling happy with them like it's not it's not me watching them be happy it's me being happy with them genuinely Mm. and I like that I'm willing to do that for the people that I care about. Like, I'm happy that I'm willing to, you know, put my things aside to help them. And, like, sometimes it does affect me negatively, but, like, I wouldn't trade that. Like, you know, sometimes if I have to put someone else before... Not have to, want to put someone else before me to help them... You know, it puts my my projects and my things that I'm trying to work on back, and that's also not a good thing. But I would rather do that than have my like people, my friends, my family behind me. Mm. Like I'd rather have them in line with me or in front of me. Yeah. And like I'm proud to have that. I like it. I'm very glad that you have that too. <laughs> You've been in a few holes with me. Yeah. <laughs> You've been in holes with lots of people. Um, I like it. I like it. Um, mine is actually one that I never used to be very good at, but I think I've become really good at it. Yeah. And that's being like open-minded or non-judgmental. Mm-hmm. So I think when I was probably a teenager I was a lot more judgmental mm-hmm. whereas now I spoke about it in the third po- I think I spoke about it in the first podcast but one of my big paradigm shifts was when my dad said to me there's no right or wrong like it's just people's mm-hmm. opinions or what people 
think is right based on their past experiences. Mm-hmm. And so ever since, I honestly feel like ever since he said that, I will just jump to see the other side of the story. And sometimes that can bite me in the butt because my friend will be hurting or my friend will be telling me a story. And I'm like, yeah, but what about this? And almost defend the other person, but I don't, like, intend to defend them. Yeah. It's just trying to see both sides and trying to see, yep, I can see that. Maybe they did it because of this. And it's just that analysis of the situation. Um, But I'm very grateful to have that because when people struggle to see two sides of the story it really annoys me now yeah i'm like well there's there's more there's, going on <laughs> there's always two sides of the story yeah there is um so i think i'm very grateful to have at least the ability to be able to see two sides of the story and then as i grow i'll keep refining it to be able to you know know when to bring up the other side and when not to yeah do you like struggle with you know, if your if your side is one side and someone else's side is another, like, do you, because you can see their side of the story, do you um, struggle to, like, validate your own? Does that make sense? Yes. Yes. I, um, I find that sometimes, like, I can make excuses for behaviour yeah. because I'm like, well, if I was in their position, like, I can yeah. see why they would do that. Mm, but sometimes they're just hurting someone. Yeah. Yeah. And, and whether or not they can see that, like, it's that's a different story. But Yeah, exactly. Um, I think any any characteristic trait always has an up and a downside. But I'm grateful yeah. that a lot of my friends say to me that they feel like they can come to me with anything because I provide, like, a judgment-free zone for them. Yeah, that's good. Like, I, that's, I think that's the main thing is when someone says that they can approach me and that they can talk to me about anything, that to me is, like... I am grateful that I can be that person to people. I can definitely relate to that because I, I know that I've had personal situations where when you're in it, you're, you're so in it and you don't get the big picture. Mm. Like you're just in it, all this stuff is happening, you're overthinking it, all that sort of stuff. And I've definitely had times where I've like texted you or called you and I've said my perspective and I've rattled it all out to you and I go, okay, she's going to give me a different perspective now like she's going to give me some advice that will take the other side and like I just kind of have to take that on the butt you know Mm -hmm. like I'm like she's not going to agree with me but I'm just going to say what I'm struggling with and then you always do give the other side and then I take that and I'm like okay like calm down like I hope I'm not super unempathetic no no that's not what I mean do I still validate you yeah okay Yeah, yeah 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 all right next question Good, good, good. Oh, no. (laughs) I don't want to answer this question. Um, Okay. What is one trait or characteristic in yourself that you're currently working on? Okay. You're first. I don't know if I did a cop-out answer for this. Okay. (laughs) Because I took this as... I'm not actually that bad at it now, but it's something that I'm actively working on. So I wanted to use this one because I'm actively, practically, actually doing something to work on it. Okay. Okay. It's gratitude. Okay. Being grateful. Like That's being not a grateful. Answer. Well, because I consider myself actually to be quite grateful. Like on day to day basis, I find myself reflecting on things that. I am grateful for. I don't think I always was, but I'm currently on day 82 of writing down three things every single day that I'm grateful for. I have a little gratitude journal. Wow. I've never told you that. No, that's news (laughs) to me. I I started at the same time as Sam. Now you'll stop because you've told me. No, no, (laughs) I'm on, I do it pretty much every day. Sometimes I miss a day, but I do it the next day and it's never as good as when you do it on the same day. Yeah, okay. Um... And it's just, it's just a reminder to actually think about your day. And sometimes I write down the highlight of my day or sometimes it's I'm grateful for this person or sometimes one time I parked in the wrong spot at uni and one of my gratitudes for the day was literally I'm grateful I didn't get a parking fine. Like, it's just the little things. It's just being like, hey, you know what? Something yeah. could have happened that was bad and it didn't. Like, yeah. I'm grateful for that. Otherwise, all you do is you just notice the things when they happen. So you might get a parking fine. You think, 
oh my god, like, of course that happens to me. But you miss every single time that it didn't. What did you write? I got a question. What did you write on the day when you had to redo your quarterfinals work? <laughs> I'm pretty sure I talked about something to like the mental strength. Yeah. Like actually having the mental strength to redo it. I um said I was I'm pretty sure I would have said I was grateful for the like the guy who judged me when I redid it because he actually came back in to like redo it and everything. Yeah. Um For those who don't know, do you want to tell that story? Oh no. You have to. Recently, I was in the Gold Coast and I was doing the CrossFit quarterfinals. So it's five workouts over three days. But I had work on the last day, so I wouldn't have had an opportunity to get into the gym to do it. So I was doing five workouts over two days. Um, and I'd just done all five of them. I'd finished on this workout, which had wall balls, rope climbs, and shuttle runs. Um, and that one I had to submit by 5 a.m. the next day. So I'd done them all. I was in a world of hurt. I was exhausted. And about 10 minutes after I finished, the coach or like the guy who was judging me was like, I'm so sorry, but you're going to need to redo that workout. We didn't check the standards properly. You're meant to do a higher wall ball. And my heart just sank. Like, yeah. my heart sank. And I just took a... Honestly, how I responded was... I took a big deep breath. And I said, All right. I'm going to go get some lunch. I'll be back soon. And he ended up coming back and, and re-judging me. And um, I said to myself, like you are not going to redo this and not beat your first time. And I did. I beat my first time. I think I got like 1901 or 05 down to 1835. So it was a good, a better score. And I remember sort of just being so thankful that I pushed through. Like I pushed through a lot of extra hurt to beat my time. And I was like, yes, I'm yeah. so glad I That's did that. Crazy. Um, so, so, yeah, that's mine. I'm, I'm actively practicing gratitude through my three things that I'm grateful for each night and um, I think the reason why I'm working on that so much is because so many people think about happiness as this this thing like they think how can I get to happiness how can I be happy what can I do to be happy and I think the quickest way to get to in quotation marks happiness is to be grateful like I just think if you're a grateful person if you're grateful for the little things each and every day, if you can fill your mind with things that you're grateful for, I think you're bound to be content. Yeah. Because you can see all of those things every day that you're glad are happening. Happy happy's an interesting topic. Isn't in quotation it? <laughs> marks. Happy in quotation marks. I don't think I'm gonna say anything on that. No, that's a whole nother can of worms. If you want to dispute the whole happiness thing, that's another podcast. Yeah. Okay. All right. What are you actively working on? What are you working on? Well, this probably won't shock you, but confidence. Mm-hmm. Um, I definitely think I've gotten better at it. What do you mean by confidence? Like with other people, within yourself? Well, I was thinking about this when I thought of my answer because... I think I've gained a lot of confidence personally, like as in body confidence, um, confidence in my relationship, confidence in my work, like confidence in psychology, what I studied, like I think those things I've gained a lot of confidence with. The confidence I'm talking about is like confidence that I can do workouts that are really really hard or like confidence that I can talk in front of a group of people and like not make a fool of myself and like you know like standing up mm. in front of people like I don't I don't want to do that no like, I don't want to do my wedding because of that <laughs> like <laughs> which is two weeks away yeah like just having the confidence to trust in myself that I can do it and then I'll be okay. Like, yeah. So it's more about like your confidence to actually do something do it. rather than like your like your confidence in your self-worth or yeah. like, your confidence in what you're saying. Like, yeah. It's more about can I actually do yeah, this? And, like, yeah, like I don't like I don't like being watched when I lift and like I don't like 
any of that sort of stuff. Like, even, like, meeting new people, like, oh. I have a question. God. Do you think that those practical things that you want to improve your confidence in doing, do you think that it has improved since your self-confidence has improved? So since, like, your confidence in your body image and confidence in yourself, since all that has improved do you see that the other things have improved or do you think that they're yeah. two different two different things um i would say they've i would say they've improved like i would say you know as a whole everything in, has improved but i would say like the the body image confidence and the relationship confidence and like the work ethic confidence and all that sort of stuff have kind of like taken the lead mm-hmm. and the other stuff has just kind of been left behind i'm literally shaking <laughs> being vulnerable because like I don't I just don't like I think about it too much I don't like putting myself in a situation where like I might embarrass myself or I might actually not be able to do it Mm. you know like I might miss the lift and every time I miss it like I don't care that I missed it but it's like the initial getting over to do it to like that's the step that's hard yeah and like standing up in front of a group of people or like going you know like recently on the weekend we went to a party and like I don't I didn't want to go by myself because I hadn't been in that social setting with all of these people before like I didn't want to put myself in that situation by myself so I like forced Jared to come with me Mm. not that he didn't want to come like and I think he has helped me a lot with confidence you know, like, when it comes to, when it comes to, like, CrossFit kind of stuff, I kind of rely on you and Sam and, like, all the other people around me to kind of, because everyone's really encouraging and cheers you on and, like, you come over to me and you're like, you can do this. Like, (laughs) just shut up. Like, you can do it. Whereas, like, outside stuff, like, Jared is, for those who don't know, Jared's my fiancé, but he is confidence beyond anything like he just does not care he has so much confidence and it's like it's just crazy to watch him just do dumb stuff and he does not care what people think about him and he always you know like he ropes me into things and he makes me do things that I'm like no I don't want to do it like I want to do this um and that's what I think has really improved a lot of things but yeah it's just the initial steps of certain things yeah I think it's like almost what comes first the chicken or the egg do you improve your confidence within yourself and then your confidence with other people will improve or do you put yourself in the in the situations with other people and realize that you're actually going to be fine yeah and then like improve yourself but i think you just have to do both like it's just exposure to both very cool all right i think i think it's your turn now no no i just asked that question oh okay so it's my turn um Ooh, I like this question. Uh, what is one thing that you think is important to practice every single day and it can't be brushing your teeth? Even though that's very important. Even though that's very important. <laughs> okay, am I answering first? Yep. Okay, I said forgiveness. Ooh. Yeah. You especially. I'm very forgiving. Not to other people. Really? I'm not talking about other people. I'm talking about forgiveness to yourself. Oh. I was about to say, I thought I I think you're forgiving to other people. No, 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 no. Don't. No, no, no. You've got me wrong. I'm saying you need to practice forgiveness to yourself every single day. Oh, God. You know? And I'll try, I'll try explain how I think. I think it's really important to practice forgiveness to yourself every single day because you have to live with yourself every single day. Hmm. And you're not going to get it right every single day. You're barely going to get it right any day. That's that's what I'm talking about. So, you know, forgive yourself for if... We can put it on a big scale. So forgive yourself for if something really scary happens or something really big happens, a big moment, and you didn't know it was going to happen or you, you weren't prepared or whatever. You need to forgive yourself for not knowing what you didn't know Mm. and not knowing now like not knowing then what you know now you need to forgive yourself for reacting in the moment how you reacted 
because you didn't know in the moment how to react any other way. When you think about it now, you can kind of been, you can be like, oh, you should have reacted like this. You should have done this better. You shouldn't like, no, like that's what you did the best with what you had at the time. Or you can do it on like a really small scale and forgive yourself everything, like forgive yourself on the days where you eat too much chocolate. I knew you were going to say that. When you, when you sleep in an extra 23 minutes. I knew you were going to say that too. (laughs) (laughs) Am I giving two specific examples? Yes. (laughs) Can you tell what I get really annoyed that I do? (laughs) So that's that's what I'm saying. Like you need to practice forgiving yourself every single day because you have to live with yourself every single day. Like it's okay to not have a perfect day. It doesn't mean you had a bad day. How do you how do you suppose people actually forgive themselves? Is it like positive self talk or like actually talking to themselves, saying talking to themselves? Yeah. So like I'm not saying I'm not saying just forget you know like just let yourself be a slob or yeah whatever. I'm saying like you still need to like have the determination to get somewhere. You still need to have the um, discipline to like go out, get go to work, get up, brush your teeth. But I'm saying when things happen, like you couldn't control yourself and you had too much Nutella. So then after that happens, you don't do the bad things of like starving yourself for the rest of the day. You forgive yourself for having that too much Nutella because everything in moderation, we all, that's okay. You talk to yourself, you say, hey, I just had a little bit of a blip. That's okay. I'm going to forgive myself for that. I'm going to move on. I'm not going to restrict for the rest of the day. I'm just going to move on. I'm going to start again. You don't have to wait till the next morning to start again. You just start again right then. Yeah. Because you have every single day yourself to yourself to keep trying to get better. Keep going. I think, like, that's super important. Like, part of forgiveness is when people talk about forgiving yourself and being kind to yourself to forgive yourself and to be kind for yourself is to give yourself the opportunity to try again yes because if you if someone else does you wrong and you don't forgive them you sort of give up on them right yeah like you sort of are like nah i'm holding a grudge f you i don't want to borrow you yeah so if you don't forgive yourself that's when you stop trying for yourself yeah. so to forgive yourself is to try again because you want the best for yourself and that's also to say another thing is like when you when you forgive somebody else for doing something that doesn't mean you have to forget what they did yeah that when you forgive yourself for something you don't have to forget what you did mm. like you don't have to forget that you felt bad in that moment or that you didn't want to eat all of that food or that you did want to get up earlier or whatever you don't have to forget that feeling but you to forgive yourself is to keep going yeah and even in those big moments where you react and like you want to react differently like use that reflect on it and think okay that's what you did if that was ever to happen again this is how I would like to respond next time very important right I like it I like it mine's gonna be a really quick answer okay go um mine's gratitude Oh, okay. Sorry, but I listened to an audio book called The Resilience Project and he talked about like three big recurring themes of being gratitude, empathy and mindfulness. Yeah. And he explained like one story of this little boy when he went like traveling internationally. He's a teacher. And this little boy was playing on this, it was like a third world country and he was playing on this swing set and there was like this battered like single swing in the middle of nowhere like it was and this little boy said sir do you have swings like this back in australia how cool is this and it's like we own like it, it just highlighted how happy you can be when you're grateful for what you have yeah and so i think every day just take a second to be grateful for something and it can be in the moment if someone is being really nice you can say hey I really appreciate your time that you just gave me it might be at the end of the day before you go to sleep like writing down three things you're grateful for it might be sending someone a text because you thought about them like 
practice gratitude every day. Yep. Yep, I agree. Cool. All right, next question. We're nearly done. Yes, two more questions. What is something a relationship needs to be successful? <gasps> All right. You're first. I'm first. Um, I don't know if this was cheating, but I actually... Why do you keep trying to cheat? I'm sorry. It's just another perspective. <laughs> <laughs> I actually asked my mum. Oh. And I asked... That's definitely cheating. Yeah. No, I asked okay. someone else as well, one of my sisters. Oh, sorry. What did they say? Okay, my initial one was going to be communication. Communication, But yes. I ditched it. I ditched it. Yes. Why? Because I think trust is more important. Okay. So I think trust is something that every relationship needs to be successful. Um, and I'm going to use a few different examples here. Okay. So, yes, you need to trust, like, you need to trust that your partner has good intentions, right? I think ways that you can measure trust is if someone, A, is telling you something honest. Yep. Like, people need to speak honestly and communicate honestly, and that builds trust, right? Yeah. But I think the other thing is if you're on the other end of it, so it's one thing to be the person expressing something honest and being an honest person... But to be on the receiving end of that, you need to give a trustworthy environment. You need, you need to give your partner space to tell you their absolute honest thoughts. Yep. You can't come back with judgment. You can't come back with you thinking that they're wrong. People are only going to express themselves honestly when they're given a trustworthy space to do so. So I think it goes both ways. Like, it's not just I'm telling you what I honestly think and you're telling me what I honestly think. It's not being defensive when someone brings up something that's honest. Mm -hmm. Because a lot of the time, honest conversations include things like insecurity mm -hmm. and fears. Mm -hmm. And those are really, like, vulnerable things to talk about. So if your partner gives you a trustworthy space to talk about them, I just think that's so important. Don't take it for granted. Right. And <laughs> the other thing, which I'm actually going to use your fiancé as an example here. Oh, okay. Jared, welcome. I think another way to build trust with your partner is when your behaviour around them is the same as when they're not around. Because one of the easiest ways to stop trusting someone is when they act differently around you mm -hmm. compared to when they act around other people. Mm -hmm. Your fiancé is the flirtiest fiancé I have ever met. But he is the same flirty fiancé when you're there compared yes. to when you're not. And yes, it, it's not that he's doing it with any malicious intentions. And you guys can have that honest conversation that he is a flirty person. Yeah, and we've talked about it heaps. Yeah, like you, you guys have that honest conversation about the thing, but also about his behaviour doesn't change when you're there compared to when you're not. So you, you can't really feel like it's No, dishonest. I have no... Yeah, I have no trust issues, issues at all. Like, you know, we, like the flirting thing, like, that would bother... Exactly. 90% of people. But 90% of people would only be flirty behind their partner's back. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry, Jared. <laughs> <laughs> Three under the bus. We all there. know you're a bit of a flirt. So that's my answer. No, but it's it's true. Yeah, like he is the same with everybody, which is good for me. Yeah. Because it makes me feel like you know confident that he's not going behind my back because I can see it in front of my face. Yeah. So that then doesn't bother me either because I'm prepared to see it. Yep. So that's a good answer. But you also don't come back at him with judgment and hate or disrespect because of how he's acting. Like, even if you didn't really like it, mm -hmm. you could have that honest conversation with him. Yeah. And he could express his honest feelings with you in yeah. a trustworthy space. But he's, yeah. Trust. Like, we've talked about it heaps, but he's just, he just likes to have fun. Like, he doesn't do it intentionally. Like, he doesn't even think about it, honestly. Yeah. If I 
from the conversations that we've had, he doesn't even notice that he does it. He just does it. For everyone listening, you need to actually meet Jared to understand. Yeah, yeah you do. And put all of this in context because he's actually a great guy. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't sound good, no, does it? No, it doesn't. Especially, we're getting married in like two weeks. It doesn't, but so. he's, he's great. He's great. All right. What's, what's your thing? Um, I said boundaries. Ooh. Okay. So specific example that I can give Jared welcome back again is like when I first got into a relationship I was like so terrified of losing somebody that I didn't set any boundaries of what I value and what I care about for myself and like what I need to do to make myself happy and like what time I need to spend with my friends or like outside of a relationship what I need to do or all that sort of stuff I never set any of that and I would just like run around and bend over backwards and I would spend all of my time there with them like doing what they wanted to do and it wasn't until you know like a year plus into my relationship that I was like hang on a second like it's no wonder that I'm struggling because he keeps doing things that I don't agree with, but I've never said that I don't agree with them. Yeah. And then when I started saying that I didn't agree with them, he was like, what do you mean you don't agree? With, like, I've been doing this the whole time and you didn't have a problem with it. Yeah. And it's like, I can see, like, yeah, that's an issue because I didn't set it from the very start and I should have. We have had so many conversations yeah. like about boundaries, like... And it's so much harder, like set it from the start because it's so much harder to go in like a year plus into a relationship and be like, hang on a second, can we take a step back? Like, yeah. <laughs> I just need a moment. Harder, but doable. Doable because we've done it, but definitely harder to like have the conversation and for them to be like, okay, like I can deal with that. Like I can change certain things and like compromise. Yeah doable but very hard like if I had just said from the start like hey I don't agree with this like this is what I want out of this moment or whatever I never would have been struggling and I never would have had to bring it up and have that conversation because it would have just been part of our relationship from the start yeah which like now it is and it's very positive and happy and good which I'm grateful for but it was so hard for a long period there where I was trying to set my boundaries and Jared didn't know why I was trying to do that because I had never had an issue with them before but realistically I had had an issue and I was just too scared to say anything Mm. so that's why boundaries that's sort of like your negotiables and your non-negotiables come into that a little bit yeah yeah very nice all right last question last question let's get it done Let's get it done. Uh, Is it... It's my well, turn. We'll just go quick. You go. Yeah. Top three favourite books. Okay. Top three favourite books. Easy one. This is Looking for Alaska by John Green. If you haven't read it, read it. If you haven't read any of these, read them all. Second one is Will by Will Smith. 10 out of 10. Good book. And then... The last one is, can I swear? Yeah. Everything is Fucked by Mark Manson. (laughs) (laughs) And it's the second one. So he has the the subtle art of not giving a fuck. And then he has this one. Okay. I like the second one better, but you should probably read the first one first. Why is Looking for Alaska your favourite? One of your favourites? Because it was the first book that ever taught me about practising forgiveness. And it's so important. And forgiving yourself at that. Yeah. And and I read it at an age that was so necessary. Yeah. Like, I needed it. It was like my Bible. It's like coming of age, figuring out life, and it was so needed. And I'm very grateful to it. The whole book is basically highlighted. Yeah. Okay. Is that one of yours? Well, I had four. (laughs) I'm pretty sure I've cheated on every single one of these questions. (laughs) If you had told me to give you two books, I would have given you three. Yeah. Told me to give 
three. I'll give four. Okay. Yes, looking for Alaska was on my list. Okay. Um, and for like very similar reasons, like you put me onto that book. Yeah. And you got me to read it, and then we just Necessary. like highlighted it. Yeah. yeah. Just just at that time, you're like, okay, I need I need this book right now. Yeah. And I've looked back at all my highlighted points now, and I'm like, wow, you are really sad. Yeah, sad. <laughs> um, my other ones is Seven Habits of Highly Effective People by Stephen Covey. The reason for that is just it's a very practical book. It actually yeah. tells you practical things to do to improve, not just here's all the information, do what you will with it. It's like do this, do that, do this, yeah. do that, and see what happens. Um I haven't read as many books as you, so mine are just mainly the books I have read. Okay, that's okay. Um, my next one is the most recent one that I sort of read, which was But First We Make the Beast Beautiful mm-hmm. by Sarah Wilson. It's a very raw book about... Um, Good book. ...living with anxiety. Not that I find that I personally struggle with a lot of anxiety. I don't, I don't tend to consider myself mm-hmm. a very anxious person, but I think we all have moments of being anxious. Definitely. Um but it's very raw and it helped me to understand some of the own, like some of my own personal struggles, but also really helped me to understand those around me, Mm. Um, which in this day and age, I think is so important. A lot of people struggle with being very anxious. And I think to be able to understand what other people are thinking and feeling is a very important thing to be able to do. Um, And the last one was an audio book that I listened to. My brother recommended it to me. And it's The Resilience Project by Hugh Van Seilenberg. Mm-hmm. He's awesome to listen to. He's like a teacher and he went through doing up this whole project um, because he saw his sister go through a lot of her own struggles and he became a teacher to make sure, like, to, to try and have a positive influence on oh, other young so girls. Nice. Yeah. yeah. So everything that he talks about is a lot of... Um, stories that he's seen and what he's done and it's it's very touching especially coming from like a male like an older male in his career and to see how sensitive he was to a lot of things and things that he did with sporting teams like big sporting teams and these rough guys and to see the impact that he made on other people um yeah i i really enjoyed listening to it okay very good it's your podcast you wrap it up thank you all for tuning in to today's episode i had heaps of fun answering all those questions that was a fun one we'll probably do a few like that just so we can get together and chat and have all of these conversations that don't really lead to any conclusions (laughs) that was the point though. that was the whole point um looking forward to chatting again on the next podcast and thank you again bye everyone if you ever have any questions or topics that you would love to hear about just Send me them on Instagram or send them to Jacqueline on Instagram, Ellie Rowan or Jacqueline Nicole. Jacqueline Nicole. All right. Bye. Have a good week. Have a good weekend. Have a good day. Bye.